there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in to Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This show is brought to you by DraftKings beginning this hour with professional sports better Brad Powers talking college football. His site is called BradPowerSports.com. Great follow on X at Brad Power 7. Uh, we appreciate the time. Always love this half an hour during the week, Brad. Um, you are obviously a pro at this. Your power ratings, no doubt, say Florida State, absolutely not in the top four. But as a fan, as somebody is a, a like a college football historian, what did you make of what happened to Florida State not getting into the playoff at 13-0? A travesty. Uh, I mean, it just, you know, I obviously never seen it ever before, at least in the playoff era. Uh, a team that, that goes undefeated in a Power 5 conference get left out. A team that... You know, the, the bringing it to Vegas it exceeded expectations, uh, even on their game that they, you know, lowered them, decided to, to, to throw them out. They, they, they were, a, you know, closed a one-point underdog against Louisville, win the game by 10. Uh, one of the better defensive performances of the entire season. But obviously because of the quarterback, they decided they decided that they couldn't, you know, this team wasn't able to win a national championship. Uh, and uh, I, I just... I don't know why you play the games. I mean, Mike Norvell said it best when, what, what I mean, when, when the quarterback went down, I mean, should the team just, you know, quit on the season? I didn't see it. Uh, you know, the, they won a tough game at their rival. Uh, if you don't think that's tough, why don't you ask the Alabama Crimson Tide, the team they put in ahead of them, how tough it is to win on the road at your rival uh, oh. in the finale of the regular season when they needed a fourth and 31 to, to, to beat a, a middling six and six Auburn team. So I, I just, I don't know that it kind of to me as a fan that the spirit of the game was kind of lost. Um, and now you see the clips um, not just, uh, you know, after the Travis injury, but the, it felt like it was a setup even before he got hurt that they were looking to, uh, you know, maybe uh, get Florida State out of there and make sure if Alabama was indeed the SEC champ that they would be in no matter what. So and if that was the case, obviously, in Texas one out, you, you, you definitely can't leave Texas out and when they beat Alabama. So I thought uh, 
I thought, man, uh, when you start reading the tea leaves, it starts to feel like the uh, the fix was in. At least I'm getting Florida State out of there and definitely getting the SEC champ in no matter what. All excellent points, and you're right. Those clips are out there now where Herb Street and others were trying to make the case, I don't know if Florida State's in undefeated, and Travis was, wasn't hurt yet. Yeah, he wasn't uh, hurt yet. I can't that, believe that. unbelievable to it me. Is. Keep in mind, they played two SEC teams in non-conference. Yeah. What is going on here? <laughs> we're we're going to start punishing teams for playing teams? And then it's ridiculous. Then their decision uh, to put Liberty in. Hello. I mean, oh, our job is to get the best teams in. Well, Liberty's not better than SMU. SMU also went out and, and played a couple of uh, you know good Power 5 teams, at least on paper. TCU, uh, a team that played in the national championship the, the week uh, year before in Oklahoma. I, I just I don't know. Well, our jobs get the best teams in. Well, you didn't do that. I mean, obviously, Georgia's, I, to me, Georgia's still number one in the power rings. Why? Because one team lost, uh, you know, their first game in three years at, uh, that, that all of a sudden, you know, you're going to drop them down from one to six because they lost a game by a field goal in a game where you had a controversial call. Alabama scored a touchdown on a uh, on a drive where, you know, it could have been ruled incomplete on fourth down. Georgia had a field goal hit the upright after a penalty. I mean, you're going to get them out of there. All of a sudden, they're not one of the four best teams. So I guess my tweet that got a lot of play on Sunday was, well, I mean, if your job is to get the four best teams, you didn't do that because Georgia would be in and Washington would be out. Uh-huh. And, you're, you know, maybe it's always been about getting the four most deserving teams. That's been the history of the committee. Mm-hmm. You didn't do that with Florida State out. So what the hell did you do? Well said. Yeah. Well, excellent job. And I also can't believe it's how you looked. Everyone has struggled at some point this year and it played yeah. a sloppy game. Alabama, South Florida, Alabama against Arkansas. Did you watch Michigan-Iowa at the same time? Well, it's pathetic. The Michigan offense was just as bad as the Florida State offense. Yes, it was. Uh, so what games are you watching? I, I mean, for the first time all season, who the committee's together watching the games? I don't know. I mean, what are you guys? I don't think they're watching games, period. I, I just yeah. It just screams uh, it's all a money grab. And uh, I don't know, that, that kind of reflects our society. I've always said that college football reflects our society for the good and the bad. And uh, a lot of the bad's been showing up here the last few years. So then any early like feel for how this Georgia-Florida State bowl game might play out? Or are we like way too far into the distance with that game? Uh, I bet Florida State in the under. I prefer the under. But I'm hearing more than whispers that the uh, game doesn't want to be played by, bo- by either side. So uh, that's something to monitor. Uh, Honestly, money will win out in the long run and the game will be played, but I don't think either team has much interest here. Uh, I I expect as many opt-outs as in any game, uh, bowl game uh, in this one. Okay, great information. All right, well, listen, we don't agree with the decision, but uh, Alabama's here and you like Alabama against Michigan. Tell us why. Yeah, so, you know, that rant's over. Now we get some games. Do we have two competitive, really good games on paper? Yeah, absolutely. So if that was their job to get, you know, maybe the highest TV ratings, because, I mean, college football seems like a TV show instead of a sport, then they did a good job as far as getting some interesting matchups, at least compared to what we've had in previous years in the semifinals. So Alabama over Michigan for me. Uh, I just watched the Alabama-Georgia game last night and dived into it. I'm not as confident as what I was, but – 
I don't know. It just screams Nick Saban. You give him a month to prepare in this type of situation. He's in the underdog role yet again. Uh, and, you know, outside of the, the national championship game against Georgia, where he's down several wide receivers, he's won these games outright as an underdog. Typically, Harbaugh's terrible in bowl games. I'm not buying Michigan's offense right now. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to get separation with their wide receivers against Alabama's secondary. Jalen Milrow, to me, is the X factor. I don't think Michigan's defense has seen anybody mm-hmm. as good as him. Uh, and if he, if I'm telling you, if Jalen, all I need to see is one stat line. If Jalen Milrow plays a clean game, Alabama's winning this game, and maybe with some margin, in my opinion. So I just think Alabama's trajectory, they have higher upside. Obviously, they're the more well more talented team than Michigan, if you believe in recruiting rankings. And I also think Alabama's offensive line's probably been one of the, the biggest, most improved uh, units in, in college football this year. They were a sieve first six, seven, eight weeks of the season. Last four or five weeks, they've been clean, and, and Michigan can't get pressure on Milrow. They're, they're dead on that side of the ball. Brad, I, I would expect Alabama to go off as the favorite here. Yes. Oh, you mm-hmm. agree? Okay. Yep. I mean, we're not through key numbers here, so yeah, we're right. not talking, you know, the, you know, through zero significant. But in a game like this, yeah, it'll be a significant move. So you want to get out in front of it? I think Alabama – is Alabama going to close three? No, but I, I would be stunned if they're not closing one and a half or so. Okay, my friend. Uh, I thought Michigan should have been the one seed with their resume and what happened. I understand your power ratings. That's fine. Um, are we getting carried away with Texas? They were awesome in the last two games. But, you know, what, what do we make of Oklahoma State uh, as well? So what do you think with Texas against Washington? Yeah, I like Texas here. I made a big bet on Texas. Again, I think they're, you know, it, to me this time of year, you know, do you have that extra gear? Alabama, I think, does. And I think Texas also does. And I've I kind of seen it the last couple of games. Uh, and they're just more balanced to me than, than, than maybe anybody in this four teams left. Uh, you know, you look at their offense. I mean, I just think design wise, if you're into play calling, Sark is as good as it gets in college football. He just is a uh, run pass mix. And I know they're a little bit banged up, but I, 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 I'm very confident they'll have a solid offensive game plan to say the least with a month of prep. And then I think what separates Texas is their defensive front really elite Tavondre sweat is as good as it gets in college football and that interior and not many people have that, uh, you know, for Washington doesn't have someone like that on that side of the ball. With that being said, you got to like what you saw from Washington in the Pac-12 game. That was a Pac-12 championship game. That was their best performance. They're healthy at wide receiver with Jalen McMillan. That makes a hell of a difference, makes them really tough to defend. But uh, I, I'm just going to, you know, this is a Washington team that's still won nine straight games by 10 points or less. They've never been dominant. I'm not sure that they have that extra gear. I'm, I'm laying it with the horns here. Mm-hmm. Did you play the total? Early numbers said under for me. I just play power ratings. I don't know. The more I dive into the handicap, I think I'm going to end up on the over. Okay. Uh, I, I find this year, well, I think it's it's every year now with the transfer portal, but when these numbers are sent out right away and what happens and how they start to get molded like three or four days after the fact, um, I bet Missouri on Monday morning, we were live on the air, Brad, when the news came out about McCord, he's going to hit the transfer portal. So I'm like, okay, I'll take Missouri plus six and a half because it could open the floodgates here. And oh my God, did it ever. Missouri's now favored by two and a half in the game, mm. which is, yeah. is that too big at this point? Or do you think the Tigers are still worth a play below a field goal? No, I, th- I think it will probably continue on the move here because then you're going to start actually... The, the, the market's already accounting in that we're going to see several opt-outs for Ohio State. Yeah. But once that news hits the Dom Best screen or these other screens that Marvin Harrison Jr., the couple of defensive ends are going to be out, maybe another wide receiver will be out. 
Uh, I think uh, you'll still you'll, you'll see another run on Missouri at that point. Then, then what I like doing is I is there a book out there that's going to overreact to the news that's already baked into the line? Mm-hmm. Then I jump in and probably play a little bit back on the Buckeyes. Yeah, that makes some sense. Um, kind of the same thing with Arizona and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Arizona up to I think what a four point favorite in that game. Um, no Gabriel. Could be the same thing here like Ohio State. Did you bet that game right away, and what would you do with it right now? I'd bet Oklahoma. I, th- I don't think it's a, that much of a downgrade okay. to Jackson Arnold, a five-star uh, quarterback. In fact, that's why Gabriel's transferring, because I don't think he's going to win the job next year. Wow. So that's one I'm going to fade. Uh, I g- give me the Sooners here. Anything at three or more. What's the, uh, what's the best information you've received in terms of who's ready to play and excited and, and who doesn't want to <laughs> be there? Who's excited? Uh, I'm not. I think Wyoming's going to be excited okay. uh, to, to play for the final game for Craig Bull, who just announced his retirement. He's still going to coach. They're playing a Toledo team where their quarterback's out. So Wyoming, I think from that perspective, is excited. I think Rutgers will be excited where, uh, to play close to home. Shiano's got Miami ties. They'll be excited. Uh, Miami won't be playing uh, outside mm-hmm. in the cold New York. Uh, so th- th- that's a game there. There'll be a ton of these. Almost every game will probably have one of these. Very good. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. More with professional sports better Brad Powers coming up next. You can follow him on X. He's at uh, Brad Powers 7. Website is bradpowersports.com. We'll get into uh, other bets that he likes. Still available on the board that you can maybe get down on today. And also, I want to ask Brad, when does he think he's going to make his first future bet for next year? When does that happen? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juice Reel, a free betting intelligence app and a tool that every better needs. It links your betting accounts into one app, delivers in-depth analytics on your betting history. You have access to the betting history of billions of bets placed by all Juice Reel users. In-depth betting analytics with billions of data points enables you to tail the winners and fade the losers. The AI bot is picking 60% through 100 games. Download it. Find out for yourself. Juice Reel, R-E-E-L. Download the free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. It's free. Juice Reel, R-E-E-L. Get it. We continue here with professional sports better Brad Powers. Uh, another game, Brad, to hit here. And uh, our buddy Paul Stone reached out to me early in the week, and he's like, you might want to take a look at Oklahoma State. He thought it was going to be really, really bad. Every time I like get an alert on my phone or turn on TV, it's like, hey, here's another guy hitting the portal for Texas A&M. So they were four and a half. They're down to a three-point favorite. Who's going to want to play for that team and I could be wrong on this, but I know they just got blown out by t- – it feels like Mike Gundy's the kind of coach yep. who's going to want to have his kids ready yep. to go. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, and he's been uh, – he's uh, when you've been at some place for two decades, you've had some ups and downs as far as bowl performance. But for a significant while there, Gundy was one of the better bowl coaches. So, yeah, I, there's no doubt. And people are like, oh, Ollie Gordon might sit off. I think Ollie Gordon's a true sophomore. He's going to play for Oklahoma State, obviously. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know – and here's the thing. When you're betting underdogs like this and you're anticipating moves, I think you're doing yourself an injustice, not sprinkling a little bit on the money line on all these, even if they're three or even above three-point uh, underdogs here. Might, might as well go ahead and play them on the money line as well because this is the game probably closes pick them. Miami of Ohio had a very good year. Won 11 games and uh, won the MAC title beating Toledo. You took a little Miami of Ohio. Uh, how concerned are you with how bad the MAC has been going back in bowl games? Yeah. Well, probably not a concern enough considering I bet a few MAC teams on the openers. Uh, uh, and obviously, you know, all three of those teams that I bet, Miami, Ohio, Ohio, and Toledo, all, all their quarterbacks announced that they're hitting the portal. So I got three bad bets there. I like to talk about my good bets. There's three bad bets uh, that I've, uh, to say the least. Uh, I, I think the MAC was certainly better uh, than expected this year. So that's probably what, what my thought process was going into that. Uh, Miami, Ohio, at least one thing that, that I do expect to still play is their defense. So I don't think it's a total lost cause. And plus, they, you know, I know they're down to a third string quarterback. It's not like the backup was doing anything. I mean, come on. I mean, you and I could get go out there and turn around and hand it off and throw the <laughs> tight end or whatever and, you know, hit a screen pass. But I don't think that one's significant. Although I think I got obviously have a bad bet in Miami, Ohio. I think the better bet in that game is probably the under. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it, it's always a case by case basis. I bet BG uh, because Minnesota's down to a third string quarterback. And I thought that line was a little high there in the Falcons. So yeah, here's what I'll take. I mean, historically, yeah, it's been bad. I'll say this though. This is different now. I mean, you can throw a lot of that stuff out the window because now it's all about who's playing and who isn't. Uh, So all that, those Mm -hmm. super big trend lines for 15, 20 years. Well, these bowl games aren't anywhere near what they were even five years ago when the only guys that weren't playing were, were high caliber NFL guys. Now half the team's not playing and it doesn't matter if you're South Alabama or uh, you're Notre Dame or it just, you know, guys are hitting the portal regardless. Yeah. Excellent point. Great answer. And this leads me to James Madison and Air Force. You also have guys that can hit the portal, but still play in the game. So what do you think of the James Madison support? And then you got Air Force coming in and, and on the losing streak. 
and couldn't get over their win total. And it's been ugly the last four games. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of factors here. You Number one, you would think James Madison's fired up first bowl game in school history. Uh, James Madison matchup wise, one of the better defensive fronts, one of the best rush defenses in the entire country against the option. That's advantage James Madison. But James Madison's coach has gone. Signetti, uh, a lot of players have hit the portal, although they're talking that they still want to play. Keep in mind, just because they're hitting the portal doesn't mean that they're uh, typically, you know, 100% out for the bowl game. They can convince some guys to stay and play. <laughs> I Again, case-by-case, case, game-by-game basis there. To me, my gut says Air Force is a play. They're at their lowest point of the entire season as far as the power rating goes. Looks like they're getting healthy. You don't have, if there's a couple schools you don't have to worry about opt-outs, it's the service academies. Mm. Um, and that, that has bode, bode well for them the last 15 years. If you blindly bet on the service academies and bowl games, you're 70% against the spread. Wow. So team, team usually gets downgraded too much. Oh, look how Air Force struggled on the stretch. It's Fatum. We got a three, four week uh, window in between, you know, the regular season ending and the bowl game. So you, you get a deflation on those teams that struggled down the stretch, inflation on the favorite or the team against them. Uh, Air Force for me. And another game where you got a three-point dog where I think you just go ahead and bet it on the money line as well. Okay, so then let's tie in one service academy to the two others playing this week in Army-Navy, the annual final regular season game. Some two-and-a-halves out there on Army. Other uh, books have three. Total now is down to 27-and-a-half. What have you done here? Would you still recommend anything? Believe it or not, I haven't done anything yet. Uh, My numbers are going to scream over, obviously, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you proceed with caution betting overs on that uh, because of what we're talking. Let's just, you know, forget the Army Navy history with it. You know, the streak finally ending last year because of overtime, mm-hmm. uh, 15 plus years of the undercaching. I mean, just service academies anytime they play each other. I think since 2006, uh, 50 and 10 to, to the under. If you need a little bit bigger sample size than 15 or 16 games. But keep in mind. Out of all those service academy games played, just not Army-Navy, we're talking Army-Air Force, Navy-Air Force, of any of those games played in the last 15, 20 years, this is the lowest total. So this is historically low, even for for, for academy games. So I'm going to wait and let all the Joes, hopefully for the first time, that they want to jump in and bet under on game day. Uh, if, it, if it goes below 27, I'm going to bet over. But I haven't I haven't touched the side or the total yet. The, the numbers say maybe a lean towards Army. I am going to the game for the first time, oh, so wow. I don't, you know, I'm going to put my fan hat on and, and not try to have too much uh, exposure here because I actually want to enjoy the experience and not, you know, wishing and hoping I would cash a, a big bet here. All That's right. Great. Good for you. That's a hot ticket. Uh, all right. Excellent. You know everything here, but a guy tried to predict the transfer portal where the quarterbacks are going to go. Yeah. yeah w- okay. What do you, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard Oregon uh, mm-hmm. and possibly USC there, but hearing more Oregon there. Cam Ward. Uh, Cam Ward is the number one most targeted uh, prospect out there. Uh, he'll go to the highest bidder. I guess that makes sense to Ohio State there. I, I haven't heard that's a slam dunk, though. All right. How about DJ? I, I have heard Florida State is in the mix for him, uh, and, and that, that that is the most likely spot for Florida State to get a guy is DJ. Kyle McCord. Yeah, my, wow, Miami. Uh, I've I've heard whispers on that. Uh, I don't know if that's a slam dunk yet, but that yeah, I've heard definitely heard whispers on Miami. Okay. okay. And then Notre Dame with Riley Leonard. Yeah, if there was any slam dunk, okay. I think that's probably done by uh, today or tomorrow. When is the when are you going to make your first future bet 
for next year. As I, I, I asked, but also be, I'm curious, but I've also had multiple people reach out to me in the Denver area saying Colorado under for all you can. <laughs> yeah, my first one last year was in December when he got hired. I was betting, I mean, it was pizza bets, but I was betting under their win total uh, back in December already at uh, Colorado last year. I mean, national title game, as soon as they post the futures, I'll, I'll make a couple of futures bets uh, mm. if I think there's a team mispriced. So, yeah, it, it's coming down the pike here. Uh, within a few weeks, I'll have my first bet of the 24 season. And I agree with you, Colorado. Uh, you would think there'd be some progression in year two. I'm not saying that they're going to go from four and eight to eight and four. I would just say, you know, let's keep the expectations down. The, the call for them to go from four and eight to full eligibility. I'm not even sure I'm going to get to that point. Uh I could see it actually uh, remaining the same as far as win-loss record or even getting worse. I got to look at their their schedule, but uh, not buying Colorado whatsoever. How long do you think he's going to be there? Uh, ne- next year will be his last year, regardless of if it's good or bad. Oh, wow. You would bet on that? I would bet on that. Yeah, I, I would. I'd make a big bet on that. You would? Okay. Uh, yep. if, if once, his, once his son's out of there, it's over. <laughs> will you bet on the Heisman for next year? even if it's like unknown where some of these guys are going to end up. Yeah. I was looking at my portfolio uh, and you know, I, I wasn't betting them in January or February, but I, I made a bunch of bets in April and it okay. turned out I have all the finalists with the exception of uh, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. I think that, I mean, a Heisman bet like this early, cause I think odds are going to be posted like soon, but it's like, I kind of need to see how the, whole portal is going to shake out yeah. right where everybody's going to land they wait a little bit on that market now maybe mm-hmm. somebody jumps out in front but a lot of times that doesn't open up until spring april okay. usually do you yeah. think daniel should be 1200 uh yeah i do okay. i think you he, okay yeah. so he's he's winning it this weekend yep he is okay very cool great job sir yep love, love, love talking to you brad thanks for the time good luck <laughs> love this talking to you guys take right. care talk yep. to you next there week you bradpowersports.com brad power seven on x and an unbelievable newsletter as well I mean, this is, he's right. This is madness. Some guys are going to hit the portal, but still play. And then, yeah, yep. you know, the significant line movement. Um, did you see the Marshall coach? The quarterback hit the portal. And the coach says, well, the fans couldn't stand him. And he was miserable. Well, oh, how about some geez. of these quarterbacks are going to be going into their seventh year of uh, eligibility? Yeah. Uh, That's wh- another one. What is going on? How I long thought- has Cam Rising been at Utah? Uh, we'll talk weather games up next with meteorologist Kevin Roth. It looks like the forecast has changed here for some of the games. We'll ask him for the breakdown of that coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the vcin.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, 24-7 video access. Become a vcin Pro subscriber today, $9.99. vcin.com slash subscribe. Paulie, we had a bunch of weather games this past weekend in the NFL. Looks like we're going to get uh, at least a couple more this weekend in the NFL, and uh, Kevin Roth does a great job uh, tracking all this sports weather forecast for rotorgrinders.com, and he's kind enough to join us here early on a Thursday morning. Kevin, good morning. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to chat some sports and weather for you. You bet. 
so the Texans, uh, you know, they were beefed up to a touchdown um, against the Jets. Now that number is down to three and a half. The total here is sitting at 33 or 33 and a half. That has dropped uh, very low total, but it is 2023 where totals now like this are becoming more commonplace. Um, how bad do you think the weather is going to be before, during, uh, et cetera, for this game? I think that's probably the worst weather game of the week. And that's not to say that this is some sort of consistent downpour, but I expect it's going to rain. I think light to moderate rain essentially all game long. And the winds are going to be an issue as well. So you're talking 15 to 20 mile per hour sustained winds, gusts of around 30. If it was just wet or just windy, it would be an impact. But when you bring in both of those main factors into one game, I think it's going to be kind of nasty, like the game that we saw in Foxborough last week or in New Jersey last week. The weather mattered, and I think this is a game where the weather is going to matter. Okay, so that's going to be the worst of it. Jets at home, Giants at home. Will that be the case Monday night? By the time the Giants game goes Monday night, the storm system has cleared. It will still be a little bit breezy on the back end of the system, but now you're talking dry conditions, winds of around 10 to 15 miles per hour. Um, Does it matter? Sure, but it's not the kind of major impact that we're going to see for the Jets game. So I'm not taking any bets or placing any bets or recommending any bets on the weather for Monday night football. Okay. All right. So another one in the Northeast, the Ravens are at home in Baltimore taking on the Rams. That total has dropped from 44 and a half to 40. And uh, I did see a couple of good questions on your uh, going back and forth on X. And uh, somebody was asking about how this could impact somebody like Justin Tucker. Uh, Very uh, intelligent question. I thought anyway, and so how bad does the weather look like in this game and how that could impact somebody like uh, like Tucker? I do think that's probably the second worst game of the week. Again, it's the combination of I do expect we're going to see rain in that game. Latest forecast models are bringing the heaviest of the rain after the game, but still probably a light to moderate, fairly soaking rain throughout the game. Uh, and again, winds of around 15 miles per hour, not quite as windy as in New Jersey, but gusts 20 to 25. Um It's not the type of thing where they're not going to attempt field goals. But once you start talking about breezy, wet conditions and long field goals, field goals of 50 yards or longer, that becomes pretty tough. And that's when even you get fewer opportunities, right? Not only are you less likely to make that kick, but you're not moving the ball as well on offense. So you don't get as many opportunities to attempt those kinds of kicks. And if it's a fourth and five in that long field goal range, coaches might just opt to go for it or punt instead of attempting a, a low-probability field goal in, in yeah. bad weather. Yeah, great answer. Yep, great answer. How about the Midwest? We got Bears, Bengals, Browns at home. Has it changed at all? Is it just win? Take it away. Yeah, when I first looked at this on Monday, I thought that the Midwest might end up getting the worst of it, and now this system's accelerated, so the East Coast is going to get the worst, and the Midwest games look a little better. I'll start in Chicago. It's going to be dry. It winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Temperatures are cold. It's upper 30s. But I don't really care about the temperature unless it's teens or 20s. Uh, temperature in the 30s is, is fine. Um, I don't expect any significant impact in Chicago. And I think it's similar in Cincinnati. The storm system's already gone, so we're dry in Cincinnati. It's cool. It's a little breezy, 10 to 15, not enough to have any impacts or make any bets on it. Okay. In Cleveland, I think there's a chance that system is still lingering. So you still have a chance for just some really, really light rain. And those winds could be gusting maybe 25. 
that's a borderline weather game. It's not as much as the East Coast games, but it's at least worth considering the weather factor there. Yeah, and I think two of those there that you mentioned anyway, the Cleveland game and the Bears game, I thought those two maybe earlier in the week, right? It looked like it was going to be worse, but now that's drifted, as you said, to the other other games in the Northeast. Yeah, and I was I was guilty on this one. My usual thing is don't don't bet weather early because the weather changes. Weather forecast models on Monday are not always representative of what we see by Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I really thought the under in those two games looked pretty solid based on wind conditions and based on expected rain. And now I don't I don't feel that way. So quite frankly, I kind of went against my own rule. Uh, I liked the unders early there, and I don't anymore because I think the weather is going to be pretty okay in those two spots. And you know what, Kevin, um, the market would agree with you specifically, like on that Detroit Chicago game. I mean, that opened 46 and a half that got down to low, very low forties. I think it touched like mm-hmm. 40 and a half, maybe, maybe 41. And now it's back up to 43. A lot of shops are showing 43 and a half that I think based on what you just said, that number can probably keep going up. Yeah, I think it can. And I just think it's a good lesson uh, for everyone. If you're, you want to get the best number, but it doesn't matter if you get the best number if the weather that you're trying to to angle doesn't come to fruition. So I always like to say, hold off at least a few days. Make sure that weather is happening. Monday was too early to, to be assuming what's going to happen on Sunday. There's nothing in the forecast for tonight's game, right? Steelers at home to the Patriots. Yeah, it's it's cold. You know, temperatures are in the upper 30s. But again, uh, temperature only shows a really slight correlation between scoring and temperature. Whereas wind, there's a massive correlation. If it's windy, it's low scoring. Temperature, you don't really get that impact. Of course, the, the total is uh, is barely anything as it stands, even in nice weather. So I don't think the weather's going to be the problem. I think it's the offenses. <laughs> um, you must have been in heaven last week, right? I mean, how many rain games did we have? Five, six? A couple of delays in the yeah. Pittsburgh game? It was so fun. Yeah, we had the <laughs> thunderstorms in the Pittsburgh game. We had the downpours in Tampa. Uh, both the East Coast games were, were pretty yep. good and soaked. Um, I love, <laughs> I love late season games. This is when you get the best weather you get, uh, you know, you get sometimes not just rain, but you get the snow games, you get big winds with these cold fronts moving through. This is the most important time of the season for weather. And it's also when fantasy football, uh, playoffs are happening. So people are even more in tuned, whether you're sports betting or fantasy sports. So yeah, this is kind of, it's kind of Christmas for me, even a little bit early. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's uh, the way football was meant to be played. You can follow Kevin on X. He's at Kevin Roth WX. Does a great job with sports weather forecasts at rotogrinders.com. Thanks so much for the time today. That was awesome. Hey, thanks for having me. And of course, these forecasts are going to be evolving. So stay yep. tuned, follow up, and I'm happy to jump back on a show anytime, guys. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah. There you go, Kevin awesome Roth. Job. Um, yeah, so uh, it looked like, as he said again, and the models now, we're both from the Midwest. I think the most hated men and women when we were growing up, the meteorologists and the local TV stations. Right? Yep. Ah, you said it wasn't going to snow today. We got four feet. Where'd that come from? Oh, it drove me nuts with my family. They would sit around and watch the Weather Channel. It's like, okay, it might rain. Who cares? And my mom would go in the basement in case something would happen. Oh, they come. we might get it. Like, Here it comes. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, oh mom, those- come on. Tornadoes can be scary. Have the canned goods ready to go. <laughs> yeah, We're we on have lockdown. The emergency go, kit. You, come on, what are you doing? Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, um, imagine how, like, we used to get alerts to a snow day. We had to watch, like, the bottom, like, there was a scroll, oh and they, God, they'd call in the TV scroll. stations, like, uh, what do we do? Do we, do we have school? Do we not have school? It actually happened once. We, we, we loaded up the car. My mom took me and my sister to school, and then it's like, wait, there's no one here. And we didn't know it was canceled. It was ice. So it was, yeah, you had that. You had the ice scenario. Yeah. You had the cold. 
one one I was a senior in high school. The governor canceled school for a week. It was like 70 below with the wind chill. That's when my mom did the the hot water the, and scalded my sister, threw it sideways. <laughs> she had it coming. But it was yeah, you're supposed to throw it in the air and it won't, you know, won't go get there. It won't hit the ground. It's gone. So damn cold. <laughs> throw it sideways. Your mom was trying to be a scientist there for a uh, yeah. second. And, uh, oh, God. But that, uh, that, that's what I love. I mean, that is like, t- give me 10 below with ridiculous wind. And you see the guys out there. Oh, yeah. I know. mean, I want, there was that game in Buffalo a couple of years ago. Oh, where that don't to even me, throw it to me. That to me is better than any like blockbuster movie that comes out during the summer. It's three hours of just like, I can't get my eyes off the last TV. Last year, last year, Cleveland, New Orleans. Another one, yeah. Wasn't it like 10 below? That total got down to like 30 something, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just, there's a Specifically for me, snow football, there's nothing better. It's the best watch. That's, I mean, I've said this before on the air. Like, when we would have those snow days when we were in high school, it'd be like, okay, where are we playing the football game today? And we'd get like, you know, six, eight guys from uh, yeah. high school and be like, we're playing snow football for as long as we possibly can. Run it by Paul Charchian tomorrow. He's in studio. He did that. He's talked about that. Yeah. When it's like 40, 40 below with the wind chill, you boil the water, you throw it up in the air. Uh, be careful, though, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. Don't, don't yeah. throw it directly at somebody's face, maybe. Uh-huh. Well, got her in the leg. It's okay. Oh, okay. All right. She's, I remember. She's crying. and Oh, man. Oh, it's she boiling. was fine. It's boiling water, Polly. Uh, up <laughs> next, Thursday Night Football. Uh, Polly is a big fan of betting this specific prop. It's hit in seven out of New England's last eight games and five straight. Find out which prop it is next on Follow the Money, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, no matter how the action unfolds. You know, DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. New customers get 150 instantly in bonus bets by just betting $5. All the props are up, and the action in the semis tonight out here in Las Vegas. Bucks, Pacers, Lakers, Pelicans. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. The best props weekly in the NFL. Use code FOLLOW at DraftKings. The crown is yours. Here's the prop that you like to bet uh, when... The, the matchup is correct, and it's the Iowa no, games, and yes, yeah, the no score in the first five minutes of a game, and this will become more like prevalent uh, during you know playoff games, Super Bowl for sure. You can basically name your price and name your time of the game. But I went back and looked at the game so far this year, and uh, how often like either of these teams are involved in games that have a score right away. For Pittsburgh, it's kind of fifty-fifty. Uh, a score in the first five minutes of their games, the no is seven and five. Score in the first six minutes of a Steelers game is six and six, and there again there is a difference there between when you look at it like the like the two or three minute stretch there between the first five minutes and the first seven eight minutes of the game huge how often scores will happen beyond the five minute mark right or the six minute mark uh, for the Patriots the angle here is uh, first five minutes of their games on the season the no is nine and three the no has cashed five consecutive games in seven out of the last eight. Like, not a lot is happening here. Now, I make it $1.80. I think they're going to make it two twenty in that range. The Jet Falcon line was two thirty. But what comes into play here, number one, could be a turnover. Yeah. But also, you mention it as well. You get the opening kickoff. You have a penalty. You go three and out. The other team takes over at midfield. Suddenly, a first down, I'm in field goal range, and yeah. I lose that. So... Uh, I do like that bet, but it also you got to see what the number is. Maybe the best way to attack it is first New England possession. What will the result be? Punt is minus 160. Uh, I like that a lot as well. But this will be one where, you know, Michaels is just going to be frustrated from the get-go. It's the lowest total in NFL game in 30 years. But you, you just got to have fun with the props here and everything. I mean, DraftKings has no touchdown 15 to 1. I mean, it's usually like 180, something like that, yeah, 80 to 1 nuts. in that range, right? Well, both teams score 10 points. Yes is only minus 130, if you can believe it. Well, the Patriots score a touchdown. No is 2-1. to one. And under uh, you can bet under 7.5, 8.5, and everything with the points um, at DraftKings as well. Well, there'll be one touchdown in the game plus 380. Two touchdowns plus 250. This is absolute insanity yeah. here. What did you see for will both teams score 15 points in the game tonight? What three, is, to, three to one. Three to one. So let's let's think about this for one second. Not hard, here. but with New England, yes. That's the thing, right? Like, typically speaking, take away 2023, like a 17-17 a game in the NFL usually is a low-scoring game, right? This year, 17-17 feels like that's high scoring for some of these teams and some of these matchups. But that's not also not like the wildest thing that could potentially happen tonight. Like both it's 17-17 fourth quarter, uh-huh. whatever. Somehow the Patriots offense looks a little bit better tonight. I'm trying to be like, you know, silver lining here because I understand all the injuries that they have, all the players are going to be missing, et cetera. 
But 17-17, you're getting 3-1 to one on that. Well, both teams score at least 15 points. It's not like the most yeah. insane thing that you could think could happen. I like the Steelers tonight. Uh, you you know, like com- them in the six? I do, yeah. Coming off the loss, but also it's how they lost. You know, they got punched in the mouth and didn't respond. Connor had a field. They ran all over him. And then uh, they gave up a 99-yard touchdown drive to a two-win team. I couldn't believe the sequence. That's right. I couldn't believe because it was— Well, the whole thing was atrocious. Pickett gets hurt on third down. It then becomes fourth and one. They go shotgun. Shotgun. Nothing stuffed. And Arizona goes 99 yards. Hello, I'm out. Okay, but so I get it going for going for it on fourth and one. I would do it almost every single time, depending on the game situation. But Pickett just got hurt. Trubisky's coming in cold. Shotgun, forget about it. Dumbest thing of all time. Don't you kick the field goal there? Push. Why, why not tush, push? I mean, you're at the one-yard line. Trubisky's a big guy. I, I don't know. I, I, just, no? I, I don't even want him to be on the field at that point. <laughs> okay. I just am like, I'll, I'll see if I can take the points here, and then we'll try All to right. scrap something. Because Pickett just went down. He's coming into the game completely well, cold. You know, the other thing is, what are you going to – I mean, it's a good Pittsburgh defense, and plenty of guys are out with New England too. Yeah. There's also this, how bad it's been. Does New England want to win the game? I'm serious. I mean, you've come this far. Why not just really set up the tank – and get and finish the season with two wins and get a star quarterback. Yep. I mean, because you know Mac can't play. What they've done hasn't happened since the Chicago Cardinals in 1938. That's three games in a row holding your opponents to 10 points or fewer. And you're 0-3, losing 10-6, 10-7, and 6 nothing. So uh, it, it's just absolute madness here, and I'm going to have fun with it. And I played the under, and I played the Steelers, and I played the Steelers' first half. Now, the first quarter total is 6.5. I mean, a, t- a touchdown beats you. Yep. It's another one, but I, I would will, actually, will, will someone be careless with the ball? That's in play. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, because the menu at DraftKings is so enormous and they offer squares yeah. on every game. Yes. Oh, Steelers by shutout, by the way, is 10 to 1. To win by shutout, 10 to 1. Okay. Uh, I like the the idea of maybe going like 0-0 score um, at the end of the first quarter. Okay. I could see that. I mean. 3 nothing, 0-0. Yeah, and these are paying, like all these, that that's that's plus 425 on the 0-0. The three nothing Steelers is like plus six fifty. The three nothing Patriots like plus seven fifty. Three three is ten to one. I think you sprinkle a little bit on just to have some fun tonight mm-hmm. with the squares. Right. Um, I think that would be a good idea because if it's like, I just was trying to make the case of like a seventeen seventeen game happening. But if you think about like a like fourteen nothing end of the first quarter, I'd be I'd be stunned. I would absolutely fall off my couch tonight if that were to happen. Let me you ask would? you this. Okay. Like fourteen nothing. Yes, I well, would be. I, yeah, all right. Are you concerned? It doesn't sound like you are. But are you aware of Tomlin's record in his career against Belichick? I am not. It's three and nine. I knew it was bad with Brady. Yeah, I knew Brady owned him. It also went back to Cower versus Belichick. Belichick was also very good against Cower. And this is, you know, these are not two great teams, but for the most part, when the Steelers and Patriots would play over the years, that's Roethlisberger and Brady. Yep. That's Roethlisberger and a really good defense with weapons, and just Belichick owned them. It was Brady owned Tomlin. I mean, the Steelers could never. They're playing soft zone against them. Yeah, in a I lot know of those games. Which, and Brady tore them apart. Longest field goal under forty-eight and a half. I like that. Uh, so do I. Alt total under twenty-one and a half plus three twenty-five. Giddy up. Wow. Scoreless quarter is a dollar ten. Will it be a scoreless quarter? I like what you said earlier, because you can bet exact outcome of of the first drive, and then you can do it while the game's going on too. Uh, DraftKings and William Hill with the fire bets. But uh. how about both teams? First drive, he ends in a missed field goal. 
It's a tough place and field to kick field goals in, and the Patriots kicker is atrocious. That was 22-1, to 1, you said earlier, yep. where you get yep. a three and out early on, or excuse me, right away, and then someone takes over with a groovy field position. I, I would get creative with uh, all, all those props. I would look, I would spend a lot today. We can't bet at DraftKings, but I wish we could. Um, I would toggle through their entire menu for this game tonight and see what you can find because it's, again, they offer so many, but you can just go to quarters, go to the first drive result. You can find all that stuff there. I'm looking at a story right now on the uh, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. I did not realize this, but um, against, let's see here, with Sunday's loss to the Cardinals and rookie head coach Jonathan Gannon, Tomlin, if you go back, is 0-6-1 versus first-year head coaches. Really? In his last seven. Man. Gannon in Arizona, D'Amico Ryans in Houston this year, Mike McDaniel in Miami last year, Brandon Staley Chargers 2021. Um, the tie was in there against Dan Campbell. January 2021 wildcard loss to the Browns. Special teams coordinator uh, was in for Kevin Stefanski. Huh. And the previous year before that, he actually lost to uh, Stefanski. Although a- it was meaningless to the Steelers, they were starting Mason Rudolph. He has a complicated legacy. That's the, that's the thing is like, he lo- that those the terrible teams, uh, bad he, right? teams, right? He always has a winning record, but it's you're right. Patriots are one and twelve last thirteen as a dog. Pittsburgh's on a nine and one under run. I don't know. Yeah. First touchdown. Najee Harris had some weird comments too. I mean, it's just been a weird, you know. And, it, well, it, and we played the Warren stuff uh, Monday, where he said we 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 looked past Arizona, didn't respect them. Right. I don't know how that's possible. I, I will point this out. Because the total is so low, that means tonight you can actually probably find some value on a first touchdown score or any time touchdown score. That's because we're not expecting many, if any, touchdowns at all in the game. So if you want it, I'm, I'm probably not going to get nuts with the first touchdown scores tonight, but in an any time touchdown score, you'll get, you'll get better number in this game than a typically you know uh, priced total in the NFL that's going to be a lot higher than this one is. What if it's what if it's nothing nothing early fourth quarter? Wow, come on. <laughs> well, we did the six. I want to go the other way here for yeah. a second. Well, they couldn't move the ball. Well, they moved a little bit, but I mean they got shut out against the Chargers of the worst pass defense in the league. I know. I, I know. Mean, it's six nothing. It's still they're it, down guys, but it's Herbert. Credit to the defense, man. Oh, I know. To hang in there. How are they not Anyone broken imagine? yet? It's combat pay. Well, showing up every week and knowing we got a ball out here you can't make oh hazmat soups going to work double hazmat i know mike palm vp circa resort casino joining us in studio up next how many people will finish 20 and 0 in circa survivor and uh maybe a little bit on the documentary being made about the contest as well There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. 
I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.